0: What did I ask just before, and then you told me...
1: You said something about quote <laughs> Oh, this forecast thing. Is this what you're talking about, Kai?
0: Yeah, the... the I don't know what that is. The artwork to show <laughs> the upcoming Apple products. Have you seen that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Was this a thing last week? I feel like it's a bit older than a week, but maybe everything is blurring into one.
0: It was. Uh, it came out on the 17th. So... Oh,
2: okay. So it wasn't. No. Okay. It, oh, is that exactly. A week ago. It
0: came oh. out the day after we recorded. Ah. In our time zone. Oh, yeah. Because the 17th. Yeah.
1: Anyways, if you look at his uh, forecast, he has this really cute artwork. It looks like... I don't know what it is. It's like this pig, and then it says iPhone, then it's iPhone. So you iPhone. have the pig, right? It is, but all of them are not pigs, then it's a rabbit.
2: So mm-hmm. I think I think John on ATP put mm-hmm. it best when he said that it looks like a banner ad, and... His brain was filtering it out subconsciously because that is exactly <laughs> what I thought. Like the first article I read that was reporting on this Ming Chi quo story, mm-hmm. I ignored this completely, and then started to
0: pop up on some of the other articles I read. And I'm like, "Hmm, this is interesting. You're like, this, it looks..." This,
1: this ad tracking and- is so frustrating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've I've literally not seen this thing before today. When I actively try to find it, I I must oh, have wow. also okay. just filtered it out somehow.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it would have been on most of those articles. but it, yeah. And it's also, like, it's oddly long versus its height. So, yeah. it looks like
0: a banner ad. Mm, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it doesn't look like something I would ever consider myself purposefully looking at. But
2: Right, yeah. I also, I can't find an article. Like, despite having seen this image everywhere now, I can't find an article with it. And I think I'm Nine going Nine to five
1: crazy. mark at it. I send it to you. So I
2: press on Google. Anyway, Ming chi Kuo, nine to five, Mac. It doesn't. There you go. Ah, here we go. Found the nine to five article. Cool.
1: Well, I send it to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it, oh, I'm on do not disturb. Oh, thank you though. Thank you.
1: <laughs> you found it, huh?
2: So I guess, So I guess we're going to be talking about. These are uh, Ming-Chi Kuo uh, predictions or whatever. So, if you don't like spoilers, maybe skip to the next spoilers? chapter. Spoilers? Spoilers for what? Spo- the future? Spoilers? <laughs> I don't know. People t- people
0: get sensitive about yeah, you people- talking about like, Apple stuff. Yeah, some people In want general, to In be- general, you should probably not listen to a tech podcast if you don't want to. Sure, wanna- <laughs> sure, sure.
2: But, you know, sometimes people want to... Like, okay, so I did the, the monthly review at Cokeheads that- last week. And I didn't want to cover this because I know sometimes people don't like talking about this stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, what? I think you're... you're You're a nicer person than I am.
1: I went to this meetup and people tried talking to me about tech products. (laughs) (laughs) Never going there uh, again. uh, (laughs) Does he mention AirPods
2: in this report? Because I did have something to say about AirPods. There has been (laughs)
1: AirPods. We we are allowed to
0: talk about things that are not in that uh, beautiful artwork as well. Good, 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 good. But I think that was actually a separate thing. I think he released two things, right? One was, I think, the day before was about AirPods, yeah, and then AirPods the day was. after was the full Apple lineup for the year kind of thing. Probably. But I might be wrong. Anyways. Oh no, it's in the very bottom. Uh, yeah, in the very. bottom. The ninety-five Mac article summarizes
2: it. Yeah, but because there, there was something else, I think there was something else about AirPods this week as well, which said maybe heart rate
1: monitoring or something,
0: or was that just a rumor that? With
1: I AirPods, I happened to come with over? heart monitor.
0: Hasn't that been rumored for a long time already? Yeah, yeah. Like it'll probably happen one day, but it's just a matter of Can, when. How how accurate
1: um, of a um, of um, um measurement do you get through your ears?
2: I don't know. I, mean, I wonder if it would sort of complement the reading on your Apple Watch if they could somehow work together
0: to increase the accuracy.
2: Hmm. It's as opposed to being a standalone I mean, yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I feel like they would rather um make your main product I mean, make it the watch I don't really see Apple releasing something saying, hey, if you buy this other thing, uh, your your heart monitoring will be even better than the other device that you are in your wrist for like four years now that actually has super inaccurate reading. I don't think that sounds very uh, appealing.
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess not. But.
0: It kind of um. muddies the waters of your of other product. Um, but can we talk about AirPods? Yeah, yeah, let's
1: talk about AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: But first 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 we should say uh that this will be the first official episode uh with a new name Cup of Tech. Mm. Yes, it will be. Welcome to Cup of Tech. I guess technically <laughs> we kind of switched name halfway through uh halfway through the episode in a way. I think we made the entire switch for all the um in the podcast directory and on Twitter and everywhere else about 2 days after releasing the episode, so about half of the people downloaded it uh the episode as the last socast in the other half uh downloaded it as the first cup of
1: tech mm. i think that uh, i felt like it wasn't really planned but we did feel after we released it we started feeling like that we we already reserved all the twitter names and the and the, um the website name but we did feel a little bit worried that um the name wouldn't be available anymore and that would be very annoying if someone else should their podcast also be named but Stake. it's also so difficult figured- right
0: when, when do you make a name change you yeah. don't really want to do it uh, just before a new episode because then people might not realize what they're downloading hmm. um, that's also why I'm a huge fan of our new artwork because it's very much uh, showing te- a what-
1: yeah. new temporary artwork
0: our new temporary artwork yeah <laughs> Anyway, so yay, first episode of Cup of Tech. I'm, I'm excited. Ooh, I really yeah. like the name, and I I like it more.
1: Uh, every- Let's keep on saying it, Cup of Tech, Cup of Tech. <laughs> like it even more.
0: Yeah, but it, I,
2: I, and the <laughs> early feedback has been good on the name too. Mm. Yeah, I think you you okay. said you got some good feedback
0: too. Mm. Yeah, only only positive so far. So nice. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's no, great. Um, I'm gonna add some more permanent artwork or work on that this weekend. So. We'll be good um, to have something that fits the name a little bit better. Um, yeah. Something that actually says the name a little bit clearer. So yeah. we'll be good.
0: I really like this temporary artwork, though. With the Although, uh, don't
1: say that it's the temporary artwork, because I don't know what will be on this show. We might actually have the updated artwork. Tem- <sighs> when you say temporary, you mean the one for uh, the previous episode, episode yeah. 35. Yeah, last week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's so nice. It's like the the sticky note that's always when the Apple products are being refreshed, or used to be, at least. So, I feel like it's a nice reference to that, and because we're refreshing our name and stuff. Mm. Anyway, let's talk about AirPods.
1: All right, Zach, what do you want to say about AirPods? Right.
2: AirPods. So, thinking about, you know, like, all the room and new features for the AirPods. And, mm. You know, some people say, like... Um, Wireless, like, wireless charging. I think that's a given because of air power and um, <laughs> potentially new colors, like if there was black AirPods What's or something like thing? that. Like, that would be cool. Like,
1: what, what did you say? What's this thing? Air, air power? What is um,
2: that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, air power. It's this really revolutionary <laughs> idea of being able to charge all your devices from the one charging that. Oh, uh, okay. It's very easy to have missed. I'm sorry if you haven't heard about it before. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's all right. One day. One day it will be released. Okay, cool. Yeah, sounds like we'll a mythical
1: creature or something, almost like a unicorn.
2: Yeah, well, I think that I think that's how it started. I mean, there was, like, talk of it for a while, and then it never happened, so everyone just figured it must be mythical. <laughs> anyway.
1: It would be amazing if this comes out. And <laughs> there's also another rumor that you might be able to charge your AirPods wirelessly by holding them to your phone. So your iPhone... See, no, that
2: would actually be kind of cool. Uh,
1: I was wondering uh, about this. Do you? Is this a good idea? Uh, do we want to be able to put other devices on our phone? I mean, this is something that came out from Samsung earlier this week, I think. Do we want to have this? Do we want to be able to charge our other devices by putting them on our, on our phone? It's like...
2: So maybe I, I not from a like you're going to die because of all the radiation that this thing is giving off. No, that's not
1: it. It's like (laughs) you have to put your phone upside down and put something on top of it. Imagine, like, it's like a scratch This is a very
2: valid, very valid use case for this. (sighs) I went on a walk at lunchtime one of the days this week and I pulled out my AirPods, popped them in my ears to listen to a podcast and didn't get the beep. Like the, you know, the noise that lets you know they're connected. Mm -hmm. Like, hmm, Mm -hmm. this is odd. Um... (laughs) Put them back in the case, tried to check the battery percentage, couldn't check the battery percentage. The little light in the case wasn't even lighting up when they went back in. Everything was dead, completely, 100% dead. Like, neither of the buds had charge, and the case definitely did not. And I was sad. So, being able to, like, pop it on the back of my phone for a couple minutes, give them some juice.
1: Is it just a couple of minutes, though? Like, once you're out on that walk, isn't it a lost cause already? Are you going to be able to charge them enough from your phone? Hopefully, but it, the thing
2: hold is, the, uh, hold the AirPods
0: case. I, to the back I understand of your phone, the then. situation, right? The, the situation makes sense. You go somewhere, you're you're not home, you're not in an office, you're just outside. What and people go outside? Y- some people do, oh. and I don't want to judge. Um, and you you're out of battery. I see that. It makes sense, right? And then you just want to uh, charge your headphones. But what do you do? You put them back in the in your pockets? That's together, what I was wanting to do. Aligned. Send, perfectly. Like, how do you do that?
1: I guess you gotta have really tight jeans.
0: I reckon you hold it to the back of
2: your phone for what, like, for ten minutes while you walk around no, outside. Two two minutes should be enough to give you about fifteen minutes worth of power.
0: Yeah, but would you do that? Would you really hold your phone for two minutes while you walk outside? I absolutely would. Yeah, <laughs> okay. it's two minutes. It's it's not a big deal. <laughs> and then there will be weird cases where you can snap mm. in your your AirPods oh, no. to, to align perfectly with the charger. Some people will use scuffer tape. It will be glorious,
2: but it's the same with any wireless charging. mat. The exception, like the difference being that the normal wireless charging mat doesn't move. But it's
0: you know it's a similar idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, they're similar ideas, but then they're also. I I just think this entire concept of wireless charging doesn't really work well in a moving environment. I totally see that at home. I I mean, I use basically wireless charging for everything I can at home. Um but there things don't move a lot. It's just when you're in a moving environment, as in you're walking around with a phone and empty headphones, I just don't I, I don't see myself using that. It feels a bit gimmicky and I don't know. I don't know. Might be might be I don't know, I don't I don't think I would just Fair use enough.
2: That. But would you rather have this feature than not?
0: Uh, again, it's it's opportunity cost. If nothing else needed to change, and no one spent mm-hmm. any time on it. Sure, add it if you really want I to. But I doubt that's the if, case. If if any yeah. other, I mean, it's just not. If there would have been other things to work on instead of that, work on other things because I, I think this is a gimmick and it feels more like a feature list item than a yeah a real fixing like solving a a
1: solving a... Problem problem. In humanity. <laughs> uh no, but this is something that you and I spoke about after the Samsung event, Kai, because the new Samsung phone uh I forgot the name. Galaxy uh, S ten? Was it? Wasn't it something else in the end?
0: No. No. I mean they also have a Galaxy S ten plus and then a Galaxy S ten E,
2: maybe? Fold or something? Uh oh, Galaxy is Fold. It is is Fold? A, yeah, the Galaxy I think Fold. It's called, yeah, Galaxy
0: Fold. But that's not the new flagship one, that's a new Fold no. phone.
1: Yeah. Anyways, yes. anyways, after they released the um, new Samsung Galaxy S10, we believe—correct um, us if we're wrong—then um, you and I spoke about this guy because they also have wireless charging, and we felt like <laughs> realistically, this might not be a feature that people need, and it might be more of a gimmick. And it's a shame that a lot of effort might have been. This effort could have been spent. Somewhere else, I guess, and I think that's the that's the point you, that you have to look at. Like, is this worse something else? Uh, is is this more worse than something else that could have been developed for this phone? And but at the same time, I think that I mean, if you're a big company, you have to think about having to differentiate yourself. Realistically, the smartphone market isn't really; it's stagnating to some extent. So you need to you need to have some new features that are actually going to be attractive. I think I think you might still need something to differentiate yourself, and I think realistically the iphone or phone market has been stagnating lately and there aren't that many new revolutionary ideas for a phone and something like wireless charging could differentiate yourself or at least keep you out keep up with other um, other competitors and i think realistically you might have to add those things in order to in order to have that competitive advantage, uh. I don't know.
0: I, I feel like, I mean, it makes sense, right? If you have no other ideas, there's not really opportunity cost because there's nothing else you would have done otherwise. But I just feel like this kind of feature, I mean, for AirPods is the kind of only sensible use case I can think of. I think Samsung showed it with one phone charging another phone, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous because the power throughput from the phone is like three watt or something. So, to charge a phone will take about uh, 12 days. <laughs> so, um, I think that is that is ridiculous for AirPods. AirPods don't require a lot of... Like, there's not a lot of battery in those. So, you can charge them relatively quickly. It's just I, I can't really see a use case w- where I would run out of battery and don't have a way of charging it.
1: But I do see more... But I would say that there are more more emergencies when you have to charge a second phone than when you have to charge AirPods. I think I if your AirPods run out of battery, that's fine. Just don't have any, then, then you're not going to listen to music on your way home. But if I'm meeting up, if I'm catching up with friends and my phone runs out of battery and it's like... I would like never late, put
0: someone else's phone on my phone. I
1: know, I know that. But at the same time, for like safety, I think if you want to be comfortable having a phone with a little bit of battery on your way home from, like, being out at having dinner with friends, it might be important that you should be well, able to charge know. it. I
0: know, that feels... Uh, this is saving lives, Kai. <laughs> yeah, it sounds very <laughs> manufactured. I'm not no, gonna...
2: I agree with, with Marlon, though. It is... Like, y- there are times where it is important and it is nice to be able to top up your phone quickly mm. with... You know, you but might, that's the thing, it it might not need quickly. a 50% battery.
1: Exactly. But You no, just but, like, need it you, in case... You might of emergency.
2: just need 5% to get home. Mm. Like... You know, you're you're leaving a restaurant or wherever it is, and you just wanna you just wanna call that Uber and make sure you have enough battery for ten minutes to get where you need to go. Like it's not super essential for you to have fifty percent so you know you can watch a movie on the way home or whatever, but you just you just yeah, could just, do with a few extra things and you yeah. don't have to rely on someone carrying a portable battery to give you or carrying their charger, which you then awkwardly try and find a PowerPoint when you're out and about. Mm. Um, this might be less of a problem with newer phones, uh, but you know, with, with bigger batteries and stuff.
1: I, I know, like, I'm, I'm joking a bit that it could save lives. But realistically, just for the comfort of knowing that you have some battery, if something would happen of the am I'm 100% on, on
0: board with having battery on your phone. I just don't like the putting your phone on another phone to then charge it for, like, an hour to get to 5%. I,
2: I don't think you'd be doing this type of thing for an hour.
0: Though. Uh, you have to, though. At 3 watt... It would take like an hour to get from zero to 5%. Isn't a regular charge of five watt? That charges it in a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah, but like, you have more losses on wireless, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How, how much worse is it? As I said, even if you get a full three watt, like the small one is five, so about half, mm-hmm. assuming no losses, it's still mm. like very, extremely slow. I mean, getting You could from
2: probably z- do 10% in 20 minutes. Like, it's okay.
0: What? You have a very different phone from me. For, yeah, my phone from... has a small battery, remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But getting from 0 to 5% on on the normal brick that comes with a phone takes uh probably half an hour.
1: Which brick that comes with Oh phone. yeah,
0: your your charging is a lot slower than mine.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: So yep. but that means if if we assume half the speed it would be an hour to get from 0 to 5%. Doesn't sound very appealing. It's
1: better than nothing.
2: At least it'll charge your AirPods, that's okay. Yeah, I think for
0: AirPods for AirPods I can see it. I would still not use it because I'd rather charge my AirPods. But But yeah. what
2: if you what if your AirPods died? Would you use it if it was your if it was between that and not using AirPods? Like
0: I guess so. I just, yeah. Not yeah, but f- sure
2: you
1: would, right? Yeah, <laughs> if, you, yeah if you have sure. a battery in your pocket and it could potentially charge your phone, then yeah, you would do it, Yeah, it would right? be
0: probably the most awkward thing I would do with my phone, to put it somewhere on some paper to not scratch the screen. No, and you then- would
1: put it in your pocket and then, like
0: and did squeeze the airpods somehow on the bag yep. in my pocket so yep. they don't move from the center of the phone i, I just i don't know maybe let's rather talk to. about more interesting things okay
1: okay more interesting things <laughs>
2: okay back to the back to the airpods which <laughs> i was like uh-huh. getting to all those mini many minutes ago um no but i was just thinking about like the most important new feature in airpods and um i was thinking like it needs to be water resistance or waterproofing of some sort. Like the amount of times that I've gone, oh, I really wish I could wirelessly charge my AirPods. Is probably one, and that was <laughs> last week when I needed to charge my AirPods. <laughs> the amount of times I've thought, oh, you know, black AirPods would be cool. Uh maybe once or twice. Like you know, I, I wouldn't. I probably would buy black AirPods if they came in black instead. Probably of black,
0: in but, the first you know, it's not week, like- I was like, oh, those those white ones look really strange. But now, yeah, now yeah. it's so common that it doesn't look that strange anymore.
1: I also don't know if black ones would be better. Yeah.
2: Yes, it's a status symbol now, but, you know, it's fine. Um, So, anyway, like, I probably thought that a couple of times, you know. Um, The amount of times I've been like, I really wish you could do Hey Siri, pretty much never. Um, But the amount of times that, oh, that triggered Hey Siri on my phone, whoops. Um, (laughs) But the amount of times that I've thought, I really want these to be waterproof is like, astronomically high like every time i have to cut a run short because it starts raining i'm like why aren't these stupid things waterproof
0: i
1: used
2: and them
0: in the rain all the time yeah you
2: yeah, okay be i fine. get they're okay in the rain and you can
1: use them <laughs> and they probably survive you just have an excuse to cut your cut your
2: run short apple are not going to cover them if you take them into an apple store and go oh no. i was running with these and it they started a, raining they don't uh, do that can fix my $200 if, even
0: even if like your waterproof uh, phone, if you if you bring it in because it has water damage, it's still excluded from from in warranty repairs. You have a better chance though.
2: Like I know people who've gotten away with that. Let's just say, um, <laughs> I don't like your chances of getting away with it with AirPods if <laughs> if you damage them by deliberately
0: taking them into well, water I, or I, near water. I, I, I've heard of people who got away with that. So, <laughs> but um, anyway, I don't even point think it, these- I don't think they have <laughs> something- water water sensors at the moment, do they?
1: No, that's so, a good point. Maybe not. I wouldn't know if they were. Um, I don't
2: know. No. Oh, it stopped working last week. How unfortunate. <laughs> they are now out of the two year warranty period, though. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, I would like some kind of acknowledgement from Apple that these things can be used in the rain and <laughs> and near water of some sort. And that would be really nice. And that's sort of like, in terms of my feature list for AirPods, it's like right up there in terms of priority. But that's the one thing I don't know. you would, I might you would
1: weird, want. But- like that's the yeah, like thing. if I
2: got to pick one feature mm-hmm. for the next, I, I would pick that over wireless okay. charging. Okay. I would I guess, think, I that's probably not in line with other people. But...
1: Honestly, I would just like there to be new ed- <laughs> new airports out, because if you mm. recall, I lost mine a couple of like, months ago, <laughs> and I'm stuck with this stupid cable hanging from my ears. <laughs> it's so annoying. I know this is a very small problem that no one cares about, but really, it's very frustrating to have to have a cable dangling. Once you, re- once you start using wireless headphones, you will realize how convenient it is not to have a cable. And I think especially like when you're out walking, it's annoying because you might have like a jacket and then you have like this cable hanging and you have to make sure it's not getting stuck in the zipper. Or if you're sitting at a computer and you want to have your phone laying on your table next to you, then you have to have your cable stretching across the table. And uh, it's so annoying. I don't like it.
0: I have an AirPods fun fact. Mm-hmm. I, 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 can, I just I can't believe that we've spent so much time talking about the one product that probably has no changes apart from it being wireless charged. <laughs> but, yep, tell us the fun fact. Let's spend more time talking about <laughs> AirPods.
1: <laughs> Is there anything more important you are interested in talking about? No, no I, don't, I, I, don't think, know.
0: I think we should make this uh, a yeah. cup of AirPods. Yeah. Air- AirPods are...
2: A, a really good Apple product. Anyway, I didn't know that you can't actually pair a AirPods to multiple devices. And by multiple devices, I mean multiple devices that aren't signed into the same iCloud account. Did either of you know this? Wait,
1: you can or you can't? blows can.
2: my mind. You can't.
1: I still didn't hear what It doesn't work. You can't. Okay. You can't. Okay. You can't. Okay. cannot. Cannot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh,
2: weird. I don't yeah, know that. I've, I've really heard that. Weird. It unpairs them from... If you pair them to another device that isn't linked to your Apple ID, it will unpair it from your iCloud account. So then all your devices are like, well, I don't know what these AirPods are. You need mm. to reconnect. Mm. And then when you reconnect to the other device, it unpairs them from the other. It's just, it's a mess. Anyway, mm. like every other Bluetooth headphones can do this. But I don't know. This is this-
1: So would that mean that if I, if someone steals my headphones, I will know that someone stole them? If they are if being unpaired from my get them back, yes. Oh, only if I get them back? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. So I can't look into my uh, no. App Store account and look at it? Yeah. No. Or iCloud account.
2: So like trying to reconnect with okay. them in you the just, Bluetooth settings. If someone you them, steals you buy, them, wouldn't...
0: they connect them to your phone, you steal them back, you put them in your ears, and then your phone will be like, what AirPods? Oh, okay. Yes, I thought exactly. I could. Yeah. I
1: thought I could look at it in my um, iCloud account. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. No, no. I was just wondering what happened to my headphones.
0: So, anyway, I was a little bit upset when
2: I discovered that this week, but
0: hmm. that's the way that it is. My number one feature request, I guess I have two. One, <laughs> working batteries, because mine are completely giving up. I think on a phone call, they last no more than 10 minutes now.
1: You have way too Ouch. long phone calls, guys. <laughs> more than 10 <laughs> minutes, <laughs> I know. Imagine
0: talking to people for 10 minutes. <laughs> <I know. Madness. laughs> If if anything, they save me from yeah, from yeah. that, um, and the other one would be a uh, better microphone. Oh yeah, okay. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> because the microphone is uh, pretty bad. It is like bad. if there's any wind mm-hmm. at That's all. That's
1: actually one thing I do like ha- with having my wired headphones again. The microphone is so much better yeah. in there.
0: Yeah, so if there's any any kind of wind move uh, air movement at all, it's just a write-off at least from my set I don't know maybe they've improved I mean I got mine on on day one I don't know if there were any kind of changes or iterations since but the first the very first uh, production run has uh, horrible microphone quality
1: should we talk about uh, uh, the I mean you you know I thought we should maybe talk a little bit more about those AirPods (laughs) what about the black ones what do you want to talk about? You today? remember a
0: couple of weeks ago that you were talking or telling us that you think we might see a 16-inch MacBook Pro?
1: Yeah. This was Zach, That right? was me, right? Yeah, yeah was that was that, you. Yeah. yeah
0: yep. That, that, yep.
1: Or shall we call you... Um... <laughs> um, min. Yeah. She.
2: Okay. Min, she's cool. Wow.
1: Yeah.
2: Look, I can't take all the credit here. This has been on my wish list for about four years, and I've just made inpro- incorrect predictions for about four years. So, well,
0: you've only um, made one suspiciously four weeks before Ming-Chi quote talks about it. So, um, <laughs> everyone can draw their own conclusions. Yep,
2: yeah. I am Ming-Chi quote source. What can I say? Uh, yeah, uh, um, but he didn't. He didn't mention the the fourteen inch. So, no. the one that I would actually buy yeah.
0: isn't a thing. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like the, the 16-inch MacBook Pro. Do you think that will be a different device or or a um just the next generation 15-inch MacBook Pros will turn 16-inch?
2: I think it's next generation. I wouldn't be surprised if they still sell the 2018 <laughs> MacBook Pro course, because course, that's a stable yeah. thing to do. But I think this becomes the... Uh, it takes the spot in the line currently served by the 15-inch. Is my prediction?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way of saying it. I do. It might be. It's probably going to be a bit more expensive again. Um, what an
1: Alpha Pro that's more like, expensive. What? <laughs>
2: Okay. We need to talk about this because (laughs) like with, with the predictions for all these devices like AirPods and, and Macs and everyone's talking about how the price is going to go up again. What, like, what (laughs) happens? Like, why is this justified now? Like, years ago, it used to be you got a product that was better every year for the same price. It's (laughs) like. Technology moves forward, things change, you know, we can manufacture things that are cheaper, we just have a MacBook that's $999, (laughs) and, you know, we throw the best tech in there that we can for the price. Like, it wasn't a case of, oh, well, it's faster this year, so we're going to bump it up $100. Like, where is this coming from that every product, like, every year-over-year incremental change is justified in being more expensive? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. No. Oh, I'm so maddened but, but, but by this. But inflation, is like, Oh, there's slightly more screen real estate. Like, no, it's just the better product. It's the next generation. Like, MacBook Pros is already so expensive. They start at three and a half... Th- for the 15-inch, it starts at three and a half thousand dollars in Australia. Like, who has four grand to spend on a new computer? Bargain. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm I- so mad about this.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, two years, three years ago, I would have 100% expected this to be the... Um, First, it's being more expensive, um, or let's say five years ago, it would probably be introduced as a new model that's more expensive, but overall it's kind of like the new generation, and yeah, then like a the few years later machine. it kind of becomes the replacement for the 15, the 15 just yeah, being phased out, and the price kind of drops to, to whatever the, the, the 15 print-wise was. But I think now, I mean, who knows? I mean, Apple seems to get a lot of backlash at the moment. And it, it does seem like there might be more Mac-related focus, more of a Mac-related focus this year. And maybe part of that is to realize, hey, people might not want to spend uh, as much as they spend on a car or something on on, the, on a MacBook.
1: But this is the expectation that I think many of us were given for the new iPhone when the, when it, when the iPhone X came out. Yeah. So the iPhone X came out, full-screen display. It was supposed to be futuristic, pushing the boundaries. And I understand why you would charge more for that device. And then time flows by, and it's like, now it's the iPhone XS, and the price is the same. Plus and,
0: a XS+, which is another $100 yeah, more. Yeah,
1: and I think this is so frustrating. It's like, for some reason, society accepted that product that an iPhone is just going to be that expensive now. Yep. And I think that's completely justifiable if you push in the boundaries if you have a new compu- if you have a new product it's the same like if you introduce something like the touch bar on the mac um then that can be an expensive product it can be a more expensive product but if this is going to be the new flagship product like the iphone if they're not going to make anything with a smaller screen anything with a home button anything without face id anymore it's not justifiable to keep on having your flagship product on that expensive level I think exactly
2: like the year they offered the 10 yeah. they also had the 8 and 8 plus right. if you wanted to purchase phones at last year's price I think they bumped it by like 30 bucks mm. but if you wanted to buy phones that were nearly the same price as the year mm. before you could do that yeah last year you couldn't do that you had the 10r as the the base model which was still uh, a couple I think it was $150 at least Australian money
0: more than the um more than the iPhone 8 I've seen advertisement everywhere that the phone <laughs> starts at 299 I don't know what you're talking about
1: <laughs> uh, no, but I, I don't want to like I don't want to complain too much about prices. I do understand that inflation is a thing.
2: <sighs> no, but inflation doesn't inflation isn't really a thing at the moment, though. <laughs> like prices
1: aren't I going know. up by much. Like, like, interest I mean, rates are terrible. Uh, anyway, yeah, what? but like companies must be able to bump up their prices sometime, but don't justify it by being a product that bu- pushes the boundaries. Just say this is going to be a new price from now on. Deal with it. I just feel like it's a little bit... It's frustrating as a consumer that this is just something that's accepted and that companies just up the prices like this and that's going to be accepted from the general pu- public now? I, I mean... Think-
0: I don't know if you can say it's accepted. I mean...
1: yeah. Yeah, it might not be accepted, but it continues, and I think you see it on many products. The important
0: thing is that Apple thinks, at least until now, that it was the right strategy. Yeah, and I don't know if it pans out. It probably was for their bottom yeah, line. Yeah, I right.
1: think, I don't. I, I think we're ranting a bit too much. <laughs> like, I think right I'm now, happy to rant. I'm <laughs> sorry, but <laughs> yeah, but I think we're complaining from a consumer point of view, and like, of course, this. Uh, what I think is actually interesting here is um, Apple's thought process behind this and i think i
0: mean in general we'll see i mean numbers were not as great as apple had hoped yeah i Uh, just think that might cause certain things to change one of them might be prices who knows
1: yeah but you were saying kai that like from it seems like this was something that they weren't completely unhappy with when it comes to like the phone prices it seemed like i mean they kept the 10 price to for the 10s as well um so I think it's more interesting to talk about like Apple's thought process behind this because I feel like now if you're going to sell MacBooks very expensive that's going to mean that you're going to get a like you're going to get a lot of revenue for one computer or for each computer that you're selling but you're also narrowing the field of how many people you have and I'm a little bit worried because like I feel like computers over tablets is something like we've been talking about this before it's we are worried that the mac is going to go away from a consumer point of view and if people don't feel like they have the like they really have a need for a macbook they might not buy a macbook they might buy something else another computer or um they might just go with an ipad or another tablet and i think that is something that I am a little bit worried about. I see from Apple's point of view that like it's fine because they will still make revenue uh, if the product is expensive because they can shut if they charge more for them and people still buy them and they probably still get the margin they want. But I'm worried that in the long term this is going to make more and more people go away from Macs in general. This is something that we've been talking about from like uh, when you look at like the new Windows Surface and the new design products that Apple is uh, that that uh, Microsoft is having. I'm a little bit worried that Apple. Because of those prices, they're gonna lose a bit of market share, and people might move to things like Microsoft instead. And I'm concerned that that is gonna be damaging in the long term. I, if
0: I, in general, that would be alright, right? If, if I mean, in general, Apple doesn't really care about market share as much about as they do about revenue share. Mm. And if Apple loses some to competitors, that means. Action is required. Yeah, and I, hopefully. I think like a competition is alright. That's yeah. that's
1: I'm just worried that this is gonna damage the people who wanna stay on Max. Like we are not gonna get the same tools that we want because if most of the consumers of a design tool or a development tool are not no longer on Max, then um you're not gonna get as good products.
0: <laughs> Everything is an electron app anyway, who cares? <laughs> I care, Kai, <laughs> I care.
1: <laughs> yeah. <sighs>
0: I mean, pro tools. Uh, I think that's probably the 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 area that will most likely do like developer tools. Definitely, you won't make iOS apps on a Mac uh, on a on a Windows machine anytime soon. No,
1: but maybe on a tablet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I I in general think like a new any any type of new design. I really don't like the current MacBook Pro models. So any kind of larger design change, I'm excited about. Let's see about pricing in general. I do think this year will be exciting for, for the Mac, just because there's so many larger things in in the works, like just both hardware and software. Within the... <laughs>
1: larger things, mm. Mm. I heard that there might be a bigger monitor, guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like just like the new MacBook Pro means new design. Uh, that 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 sounds exciting to me. The Mac Pro is is probably uh, we might see some of that this year. That yeah, will be exciting. Yeah, in this
1: report from. Um, from Minchi, he actually mentioned Mac. <laughs> so are,
0: are you buddies? <laughs> it's not my 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 buddy Minchi. No, is it's, that, th- that, that p- do not say buddy. Well, I just call him Minchi.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so in this report from Minchi Co, um, he is mentioning the MacBook. Uh, sorry, the Mac as well, right?
0: The, He's talking Mac about the
1: Mac Pro. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you guys think it's actually going to be out this year? Because Apple hasn't really confirmed it will be 2019, have they? Yeah, I think we'll see a Mac
2: Pro this year. Yeah, no, I I, I do think this is the year for the iMac Pro. Um, sorry, th- for, for the Mac Pro. Um, I imagine that would go down well. Uh, I, I know we we've spoken about this before, whether it be the the March event, but probably not. Seeing as though it doesn't look like it'll be a hardware event, so maybe WWDC. Um, we'll get a get a sneak
1: peek. Yes, definitely. If you have a MacBook, if you release a new Mac Pro. Uh there's no way you wouldn't release it on WWDC.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm expecting so ca- some you- announcement. Release or preview. Preview.
1: Like? Uh talk yeah. about it. I mean it
0: kinda of depends, mm, right? Yeah, okay. In general, I don't know, Minchikuo mostly got his uh uh information from a supply chain, right? So um it it is interesting. The old Mac Pro was manufactured I I don't know if all of them, but at least a good chunk of them was good were point. manufactured in the U.S. Mm. Um, I don't know. I've heard from people that that was not necessarily the most uh, successful endeavor. Uh, so I wonder if they're moving that uh, or reducing that production in the U.S. But yeah, no matter what, I I think um, it's definitely a dub dub announcement. Maybe maybe available shortly after. Why not? There's I mean,
1: definitely... If they're released there, don't you think it will be at least a some um, type of demo product at WWDC? Maybe. Sort of like the HomePod or the Mac, iMac it. Pro? I mean,
0: I think Apple will show as much as they can. If it's not ready, they will only... Like like a teaser that we had for, for the previous one. If if they're, if they're further down, down the production, uh, then we might be able to, to play with them. But... Um I think not announcing that at W D C would be would be very, very surprising. It just seems like the ideal event for that. The I know. Ideal audience, yeah. the ideal time, the ideal like then the But also from a software perspective, I mean that also means like we will probably see more Marzipan stuff, right? And I mean also iOS thirteen. Um and a lot of our rants about Marzipan, I guess mostly my rants about Marzipan, were also kind of focused on um, iOS 12 like apps. So if we're actually seeing things like the tapped user interface for iPad apps or whatever it was that was rumored, if that comes to um, to iOS 13 and Mac uh, and iPad apps come through this Marzipan thing to the Mac. Um maybe that becomes more native that way because you can actually have multiple windows and stuff. So I don't know. I'm I'm a bit more I'm I'm more interested uh to in seeing what's what's happening around that. And a thirteen point six inch uh monitor.
1: Yeah, are you excited about that? Are you gonna be more productive? Yeah, as yeah? I said.
0: The larger the monitor, the more productive you are. Yeah.
1: Mm. Awesome. Um no, but really, would you buy one? <laughs>
0: I think that kinda of gets <laughs> sorry, <us>. Mr. Horse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that kinda
0: of gets us back into the I mean I'm I really like IMAX. This this IMAC in particular is quite nice. Um I'll see what the I mean it needs to work as a as an entire combination of products, right? I wouldn't I don't know if I, I could depends on the pricing for the Mac Pro and the monitor. I, I don't expect them to be cheap. Um I'm pretty happy with the 5k monitor, but if there is a 6k 6k to 3k so uh 2 oh, by 1 what? aspect ratio
1: oh okay so
0: it would be like twice as wide as it is tall and mm-hmm. at the moment we have 16 by 9 right so mm-hmm. it would be a bit wider than than it is at the moment mm-hmm. um probably similar height but wider um would be nice i don't i don't think we need to stay with 16 by 9 more more video stuff goes to 2 by 1 and mm. um i mean humans have a larger field of vision uh, horizontally and vertically, so I do think having monitors that go a bit wider is is not unreasonable. Hmm. So I would, in general, I, I like the sound of that slightly larger monitor with a Mac Pro. Sounds good, but it also sounds like something that could be uh, six thousand dollars probably each. Uh, so who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems to be something for the pro market. And I think, like you say, if you you probably want to combine it with a Mac Pro. Um, Unless you have like I guess you could have it as an external monitor for your for your uh laptop as well um but yeah, otherwise it's gonna end up being pretty expensive and I do think if that's something that is sort of sold together or in combination with the mac pro, it's justifiable. I know we just complain about the expensive products, but I do think for a pro market it's more understandable if it's if it's, it's just, more expensive it, if it's modular or like if the macbook if if the mac pro is modular then I think that one will be justifiable. And, I mean, this seems like a really nice monitor. And a 6K monitor, is that... Do you know... Are there many other manufacturers for those type of monitors? I
0: mean, most most people couldn't even drive that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I understand why that would be expensive. It's
0: just in general, right? Like, it it sounds like a uh, really good combination. I mean, I used to like having a, a computer and a monitor to that because it makes it a lot more flexible to upgrade... The components you need to upgrade, without having to to buy completely new machines. In general, I'm in favor of that, but it really depends on pricing because hmm. could be anything between. I mean, it probably realistically won't be under four thousand for for the Mac Pro
1: for the monitor. Oh, okay.
0: And mm. no, that hmm?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Four thousand is probably the ballpark. I mean, it will
0: it will definitely be. Uh, I mean. It it's very 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 unlikely that that the new Mac Pro will be a entry level product. It's definitely going to be in the high end of what's available at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having the uh the the display to that. I mean, how much was the old um, uh, Thunderbolt display? Uh, not sure. I know how much the old G
1: ones were, but not the Thunderbolt.
0: I think it's it was somewhere around a thousand US, though somewhere in that ballpark. Better than I was expecting actually. Yeah.
1: I'm just looking what's the price for the current MacBook, uh, sorry, the current Mac Pro. Uh do, 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 do. here. 8 core. 9 um, 3999. The entry metal entry level 8 core. Dual so GPU. not much
2: more than a MacBook Pro then.
1: <laughs> no. But I mean, uh, yeah, I think it makes sense if the new one would start at least at that. Mm. And You can also get the six six core for three thousand.
0: Yeah, and then probably a couple of thousand for the for the monitor. So it might be it might be uh, just that I don't think it's worth the upgrade right now, just because yeah, I'm yeah. I'm quite happy with the iMac. But it sounds like a, a kind of combination that I would try to somehow argue myself into uh, by the time I need to upgrade again.
1: I don't doubt you would try to argue with it. <laughs>
0: And I'll be here to say you should.
2: <laughs> <laughs> of course, you would. I mean, if it comes out at WWDC, it can help you set it up when we get back. You no, know, I just realised we won't let anyone touch your computer. Uh, I will get to watch you set it up. Maybe. Man, that would be horrible. Like, I come to Vancouver to visit, and Kai's just in front of his iMac, being no, in front of his Mac Pro for the week. Like. Oh. <laughs> Best week ever for me. Zach's sc- here? I didn't even realize. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, in general, I'm I'm surprisingly... N- I, I, when I bought this iMac, like, I thought it would be kind of temporary, but I really, really like that machine. I, w- I just really liked it. I haven't heard the fan come, on, co- uh, come out of idle once. And I didn't feel in any way a performance hamstrung since since getting this machine. I just really really enjoy working on it.
2: You know, what you would have liked even more an
0: iMac Pro. Just saying, <laughs> probably.
1: I don't know. Would you Would you have felt significantly better with that? I
0: I wonder too. I'm I, I really think that the current iMac, despite it not having been updated in a while, is a really 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 good machine. Mm. If you don't need to travel a lot while getting work done i think that's still the go-to computer like it's it's just it has the same panel as the iMac pro for for a fraction of the cost and yeah this it it's just a really really enjoyable computer to work on so yeah because of that i'm i'm probably less excited about the Mac pro just because i'm not a person that waited since 2008 for an upgrade um like some other people um so I, I I don't know, not not as impacted by it as I thought it would be.
1: Cool. Mm. I mean, you seemed excited when we spoke about this uh, before recording. You seemed to be excited about the 6K monitor, but I guess that's more excitement about the fact that Apple acknowledges that you still need monitors. Yeah, no,
0: just in general. I mean, I I really like Apple's monitors. I think their quality control is is amazing. It was mm-hmm. uh, I've I've been for the last uh, yeah. Like since I got my Macs, I mean a good reason why I wanted to buy uh, MacBooks over other computers was that you basically, I mean they changed the policy a few times, but you basically were guaranteed not to get um, dead pixels on your on your screens. And you could, if if you happen to get one, first of all, I almost never got one because uh, they only bought the the panels that were kind of in the A plus grade or whatever. Um, so the chances of having that pickles were incredibly low uh, because Apple rejected quite, mm-hmm. uh, quite a lot of panels. Like if they did kind of um, what do you call that? Like sporadic tests for for batches and rejected anything under under A or even under A plus. Um, like they rejected those entire batches, so the the panels you got in like your your iMacs and and MacBooks were just really really high quality, and the chances of them not being great were really low. And the one or two times I did have a dead pixel, I could just go back to the Apple Store or resell and I swapped it.
1: But wouldn't that be something that all companies do? If you would have a if you would get a Dell computer or any other computer
0: before that, I had, at least at that time at that point in time, if there, there was usually a policy. Hey, we as long as there are no more than four dead pixels, really? or or three within a square inch or oh, something. Oh, That would be so uh,
1: annoying. I know. And then you just have to live with that. Can I know. You even, can you? And you can't even like. It's not like a shirt that you can try on in the store and look if it has holes in it. It's like a computer. You can't open it up, and then you come home, and then you realize you have four dead pixels, and that's fine. Yep. That's so annoying. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing i had I have used a Mac for so long
0: <laughs> i mean it's I think in general that pixels seems to not be a big problem anymore, mm. but that was part of the reason why I liked Apple products just because I care a lot about the displays, and they always had the best displays in in the industry um and I knew knew Apple would care about it, so I didn't have to do the unboxing, checking, boxing sending back getting the next one because Apple already did that work for me, and I quite appreciated that. Mm. So, um, and when Apple left the display market, I mean, now we see that, right? There, there are a few 5K monitors around, but none of them even come close to what you would expect from an Apple-quality 5K monitor. Like, they're, they're yeah, plastic, yeah. they're flimsy, they're, usually the panel is not quite as nice, or the, whatever they Wait, put. Wait, the
1: Apple one is not made out of plastic? The backboard is metal? For the, the, o- the Thunderbolt old... display? Yeah. yeah. Was it metal? Yeah. Okay, I do not realize. It was oh yeah, it looked similar to the iMac, right? Yeah, mm. just
0: without the kind of chin. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. it was just. Um, oh, I think it was for people who really, really, really care about the uh, the monitors they're using. It was a hit <laughs> because the the manufacturer of the the highest quality um, uh, monitors just left the market. And Apple now potentially re-entering that market, obviously... Oh, wait, so
1: you think the manufacturer just stopped manufacturing this? There no, was No, 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 other no. Uh, just
0: Apple left the market and Apple... Yeah. I mean, Apple bought uh, panels from LG and Samsung.
1: Yeah, but I am sure LG and Samsung sure, would have other did, customers.
0: Sure, they did, but Apple... Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying the, the panel manufacturers, I'm saying monitor.
1: Oh, Okay. So, so
0: Apple made the monitors, and they made sure they get the highest quality panels. Okay, made sure they have it. They, they put them in a decent casing. Mm-hmm. Made sure they're compatible with their with, with the computers. Made sure like display controls would work, so you could dim and and uh, oh yeah, use dim controls That's and those so kind of nice. things. I like that. Usually having a a camera built in and, and look decent and those kind of things. It was just um, I I I was I, I I always thought Apple was the best. Manufacturer of displays on the market, and when they left that, we lost the best display manufacturer on the market. And I mean, there were others like LG that then made made those displays themselves, and Apple partnered with them. But then you had this kind of mm-hmm, plastic but- bomber, and
1: <laughs> yeah, it still didn't look. Yeah, the casing was really not as nice. It,
2: the the frame of the actual monitor wasn't as pleasant. But yeah, the actu- like the pixels themselves were <laughs> the same as the yeah. um as the Mac, iMac. But the coding on the display was kind of weird. Yeah, was it? Uh, I, I can't tell a difference. I, I have one of those 4K monitors and it looks fabulous. Like, I love that thing.
0: But it's it's not glass, right? You don't have a glass sheet in front of it. It is some kind of plastic film in front of it instead.
2: Uh, I don't know. I've never touched it. I guess, yeah, now that I think about it, sure. But
1: Wait, do you have the, uh, which one do you have, Zach? You have the LG one?
2: LG 4K, yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't
2: know. It looks to me like my MacBook Pro display, which is really nice, like P3. Okay. Yeah, right now. It's good. But
1: yeah, the frame, like the the frame around the monitor is actually, around uh, the display is actually plastic, right?
2: Oh, yeah, that is, yeah. Yeah. See, that, that bothers me way less than it seems to bother Kai. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the panel was essentially the same, but everything else around it was just not as nice. The, the one I think it was that you could actually adjust the hide, but everything else just wasn't quite the same. I think you will
1: be able to adjust the height on this one? Can you adjust the height on the iMac? No, no, no. See, this is something I found to be frustrating.
0: <laughs> like why? Yeah, you should be able to. You, you can tilt yeah. it back and
1: forth. I know. <laughs> it's just I understand it's a perfect product in the way it looks, but there are so many people I see having either shoe boxes or phone catalogs. I don't know where they <laughs> no. find those phone catalogs, but people still use phone catalogs and uh, heavy books the under one. there.
0: I think that's the number one use case in the world for phone catalogs. I know.
1: Um, I
0: get that it looks nice, but
2: I think there's also a bit of a responsibility there to ensure people aren't getting sore necks when they're using your product for <laughs>
0: eight hours a day.
1: Also, how nice will... It's not going to look that nice on all of those phone catalogs. Like, <laughs> It's, it's Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But for me it's just i having apple re-enter the market potentially for monitors is just good news because uh for the last i don't know no, i'm really horrible with times i just go with ten years um <laughs> i've I've only looked at apple displays uh, because for for a reason because I do think that apple was always making sure that the panels were good the the display uh casing was nice everything just really aligned with what i i value in a display and having them leave it and then me trying to find alternatives and not being satisfied with them because I mean the LG is fine but it has some weird compatibility issues sometimes in the beginning they had this weird shielding shielding issue where, where it was like interference with other things because LG saved some money on some shielding and then you had to bring it back to get the shielding attached and those kind of things it's very I mean Apple displays didn't have those issues Um I don't know how it was with the with the display control things, but it just Apple displays, I was I was always super satisfied with. So now them potentially entering that market obviously is exciting, even though I probably won't buy it on day one. Famous as words.
1: <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um. Do you guys want to talk about the iPhone rumors? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're not excited? <sighs> Uh, Are what there iPhone I, rumors? Oh, yeah.
0: Is there something that, stick, that oh stuck out to you?
1: There was one thing, one thing that stuck out to me that was very important. Uh, and that's, no fine. No, no, bon no. Bon so bon like, bon. we're not. Oops, I'm sorry. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Never gonna happen. It really
1: hurts. Um, but the way that 9to5 wrote it in their article. Um, so they're writing about the future iPhone and they're writing iPhone 11. Plus, mm. as in like one 11 one. Max. 11 Max, sorry. So Apple, 11 one, one Max.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wouldn't this be a great name? Uh, people wouldn't be confused can anymore. We, can we
2: drop the number?
0: Please, <laughs> get rid of it.
1: I don't know. You you remember I'm not the sure.
0: new iPad? Did that really make
1: uh, naming things easier? But can
2: we just call it the 28... Or, or it can be the 2020 phone. Because people want... The modern one when they're buying it, <laughs> so it can be the 2020 phone
1: because people because people see it clear, crystal crystal clear.
2: <laughs> wow, Mo. <I'm> wow. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. I'll give you that one.
1: 2020 vision. Yeah, not... uh, <laughs> no, but uh, that would be nice. That's one thing I took out of this article. Uh, I don't. I, I can't find the article right now. Um, but, uh, I, like, apart from that, I thought it was interesting that, um, it seems like it might have, like, frosted glass on the backside that would make the phone less slippery. That would be good.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't really hold it in the back though. I, I barely have contact with the back. My, no, my but many
1: people found it to be slippery, slipping out of their pockets.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that makes yeah. sense.
1: Or when you have it like on a yeah, when they are new it's crazy
0: slippery. Like you put I it put on my,
1: a- I put my phone on my wireless charger that's sitting on on the like on the floor, which is a pretty straight surface, and it slips off during night. Yeah, Like sometimes I wake up and my phone is saying All those earthquakes charger. on the west coast I don't think it's an earthquake <laughs> thing I think it's a slippery phone thing And yep. it's like slightly tilted So like just for that it would be quite nice with a frosted glass Yeah that's mm. true yeah.
0: Also means the airpods that you now constantly put onto <laughs> Your new phone will not uh, Slip off that easily Exactly. All exactly. makes sense now Yeah Um. um. <laughs> For me that- what happens if you put the AirPods between
2: the wireless charging mat and your iPhone? Does like the power pass through? Can the AirPods <laughs> charge the phone? <laughs> like, I have so many questions. A daisy chained power. That that was a joke.
0: Please, no one send feedback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, for me, the most interesting thing is actually uh, also again Minchi Quo. This is the Minchi Quo edition of of uh, Cup of Tech. Um. Uh, ultra wideband support for the. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, this was exciting. Oh, yeah, this is interesting. I'm not sure I, if I it's thought exciting so too. Yet. Yeah.
0: Um, did you see that, Zach? Ultra, ultra wideband connectivity for the. Uh, no, I didn't. All right. So, ultra wideband has been used for quite some time, um, for very accurate positioning of, of items. So, uh, some companies use that for like inventory tracking in warehouses or for, um, Uh, I think, for uh, sports events. So they put, for example, in American football, they put uh, small receivers into the padding of of the... uh,
1: uh Small receivers? Is that that like the opposite of a wide receiver? (laughs)
0: um they put those kind of small things into into the uh uniforms for uh um, american football players to then be able to track them live on the field so it's super accurate uh tracking you can use uh, for that so you can i think the accuracy is somewhere in the, in the realm of uh down to t- 10 centimeters um exact positioning uh which is super exciting because that um i mean Apple's pushing a lot into indoor mapping for like malls and and airports and uh with all their transit efforts for train stations and transit hubs and those kind of things and having uh, on t- and combining that with super accurate indoor location tracking with uh UWB would be super exciting to me at least because it would allow uh um for for supported malls at least uh continuous handover from GPS tracking when you're outside to when you're entering the place to super accurate indoor tracking Mm. and i think that's i mean indoor tracking at the moment is is a mess right yeah i mean some people Uh, that's why i
1: think this is interesting because we have been you and i have been we've been looking a little bit at indoor tracking in general Mm -hmm. and like the current technologies just don't really work like gps indoor tracking is not good and other bluetooth mechanisms tend to be Quite difficult to get working in like a busy environment.
0: Yeah, um, and error-prone, right? Especially in places where you want to use this kind of technology. It's usually a place where you have a lot of interference, a lot of bodies. Um, 2.4 gigahertz that Bluetooth is operating on is, is very easily absorbed by water. And considering that humans are essentially walking bags of water... Uh, definitely not an ideal environment for, for that kind of technology um, in those kind of challenging environments. So mm. having UWB, to me, it seems like a super exciting um, alternative for that. And I'm sure Apple can use it for, for, their, uh, for their stores, too. So if you have an appointment and you know how you don't really have a place to be anymore, they just tell you to stand at a random That's table. That's actually a
1: really good idea. Um, Apple
0: yeah. could actually know exactly where you stand uh, down to 10 centimeters if you happen to have an iPhone 11. Um. So I think in general, that is is quite an exciting technology to to kind of have actually I think, working yeah. indoor navigation. This and can I mean
1: also help for things like accessibility exactly. as well. Um, that's where I was just about to go. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, like so many people, uh, I think at the moment, it's still quite common to add things like braille, uh, brails in the ground for people to feel. But if you have like a public transport... um. Or like if you if you have a street uh, or if you're in a mall, uh, you could easily use something like this to actually be able to figure out where people who have a visual impairment would be located and then give feedback, like uh, actually like haptic feedback to the user. But
0: also just in, in changing environments, right? How many bus stops do you know that have uh, dynamic displays of when the next bus comes? Mm. Like most of them. How many of those also have a dynamic braille display? Almost none of them. Yeah. Um, so kind of being able to do that also for for malls, if you go to a mall and shops are changing right mm. sometimes that happens there's a shop in a mall, and that changes with this kind of indoor tracking you could actually tell people what shops they're they're walking by if if um as as you track them through through a mall also for uh, makes it a lot easier for people to um with visual impairment to explore new places, mm. which I think uh just opens up so many things that are um very beneficial for people that that are um, that do not rely on it, just as an assistance for for things like indoor navigation in an airport, just for convenience. But it also really yeah, has like, like super important uh, positive implications for people who who rely on those kind of yeah. aids. So they.
1: But I think something like s- airports is a perfect perfect. Um environment for this mm-hmm. because people otherwise people always rely on someone assisting them through the airport because exactly. you haven't been to every single airport but if you if you are able to have something like this that can lead you around it can really be beneficial for mm-hmm. someone who is having problems. yeah
0: And especially when we worked on that project and talked to a lot of people with vision impairment it's you want to do it like everyone wants that like most people want to do as much as they can on their own and anything that kind of enables that for more people in the world I think it's just a net positive.
1: Mm. So basically, what this technology they could do is to actually help people with visual impairments navigate around, basically. So
0: yeah, yeah, and also like navigate to to um elevators and and kind of have it have it dynamically navigate. I don't know. You you know which flight you want to be on, gate changes, and you now not having to rely on someone that takes you from one gate to the other. Instead, you being able to do that yourself. I think is 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 a great use of technology to be enabling for people who otherwise would have to rely on people to to be more independent. And I think that's that's exciting. So yeah, that's from all the things in this quote article, surprisingly, ultra wideband was the one I, yeah. I felt uh, when I saw that <laughs> most excited about. I, I hear you're also very passionate about indoor navigation.
2: <laughs>
0: I just learned a lot. I
2: had no clue what it was until you started mentioning it. So. Mm.
0: Yeah, thanks. i and I mean it will also go into less less um related to an iPhone, but it will also uh probably move into Australian sports. Because it I mean, for also where you work at the moment, it, it is like life live tracking of what's happening in in a sports game is quite exciting. If you could actually have like live data, you could see how far people were running on on the on the pitch and how how fast people were moving. And well, rugby league
2: players already wear some kind of. I just thought it was regular old GPS, but I'm not sure if there's any special technology behind it. But they are already wearing trackers, and they have all those
1: stats.
0: Uh, yeah, already, might, which is really cool. I, I would I would be quite. Uh, I I would be surprised if it's not a uh, UWB. Okay. Didn't where
1: where did they put the tracker? In the rugby you don't uh, really have a any... neck. Oh, <laughs> what? Just, Are So you there's serious? like
0: ejected. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, no, so like the the back uh sort of just below the collar uh around the back. They have like a I think they have like a pouch sewn into the jersey. Um oh, okay. And this is AFL2. And
1: okay.
2: there's there's something that sits there. That's recording movements and stuff.
1: Yeah, because there's you don't have like shoulder pads or anything, so that's what was. No,
0: no, no. Mm.
1: So, yeah,
0: yeah. Those those things are not huge. You'd be surprised how small they are.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I think that is uh, quite interesting. Mm. And I wonder if that will actually because there was already that kind of thing, right? When beacons came out, eye beacons, there was already a consideration that will that will. Uh, Change indoor navigation, but it never happened because for most environments it's just too challenging to actually get point to point navigation. You could kind of get an idea of where a person is based on the beacon they would see, but you couldn't do this kind of accurate uh uh tracking in in indoor indoor spaces um so I think this this might actually get us to a point where where people wanted to be with beacons already, so quite exciting, cool.
2: I've just done a quick Google search, and I'll send you the link, but some of the ones that I've found, I think they're just using regular old GPS, but I guess they could get a lot smarter if they were using um, newer technology. I'd so. be surprised
0: that it's pretty cool. GPS actually gives you data, because for those kind of small movements, you need a lot more accuracy than GPS would give you. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Obviously, this could also very much be misused. <laughs> Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. In like indoor malls, you could get push notifications about all every single <laughs> every shop single you item walk by that has a sale. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, it's not going to be used for that. Hopefully, this is going to help people um, encourage people to use indoor navigation in a different way. Um, hopefully, there will be some regulations around what you can do with it. Yeah, will be interesting. Or at least opt in for users. I mean, definitely I mean, it
0: is already like uh, I mean. If you do the beacon stuff, it's already going through core location and location mm. access permissions stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you have the Starbucks app installed, for example, this could easily trigger an action every time, or a notification every time you pass by a Starbucks But store. they
0: could do that already now, if they ask for always always yeah, location, okay. yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll mm. see. Man, Zach sends a lot of links. So,
2: real-time follow-up. It might actually not be a pouch, but a thing that's worn under the jersey that is visible from the outside, which looks like a pouch. But, anyway.
0: (laughs) That was our most important follow-up yet.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes. Very, very... Oh, we've had better follow-up, but it's pretty important.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, looks like they're using GPS. I would be surprised if they're not moving to UWB sometime soon. I wonder if you could do that with an Apple Watch one day.
1: Yeah. That's pretty much you everything. I do not want to wear an
2: Apple Watch and be tackled at the same time.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think I just wear the Apple Watch without being tackled in general.
0: Um, so, of all the things that we can expect for the year, what are you most excited for now?
1: The AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: um, huh? I don't know. Like realistically, I'm not sure if I'm going to buy any of those products.
2: Oh, really? No, even the AirPods?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely the AirPods. <laughs> okay, good, good. I mean, I need AirPods anyways. Um, cool. I need AirPods, you know. Mm. Um no, but I would like a new pair of uh, laptop blah, 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 A new pair of AirPods. Um, but overall, <laughs> like I feel like I'm probably going to stick with my MacBook. I don't feel like I need a new 16-inch MacBook. That's not really going to solve my problem. Mm. Um, with this computer, um, I mean, 6K monitor would be nice, but I feel like that's not really justifiable when I'm using a 13-inch MacBook Pro. Um, it I don't, yeah, probably, sh- it probably
2: wouldn't drive it. Yeah, yeah it would struggle pushing the, that many pixels. Yeah, around.
1: yeah, it's not gonna be great of a, com- a great combination. I am quite excited about the Mac Pro. I think. It's nothing that I will buy, but I'm still super excited about it because it's been so anticipated. I used to have the old MacBook Pro, the old cheese grater. I really liked it. Mac Pro. Sorry, the old Mac Pro. Uh, I really liked my cheese grater. Um, And yeah, like overall, I think this is a good product, especially if it can be modular. I feel like it's something that's really missing in the lineup at the moment. Um, So I'm super excited to see what this can pan out to be. Uh, Who knows? It might be... um, I don't know, Let, let's see Like It's such an anticipated product And I think people have high hopes about this uh, So many people might be upset once they see it Many people might be really happy And think it's exactly what they were hoping for But overall I think it's something that people have been talking about For so long now, so it would be nice for that to come out And see what people think about it Um, If it's a product
0: yeah. you want to have But you decide not to be able to, to afford I think we're already in a decent state
1: Yeah, Yeah, which I hope it will be like yeah, just... So I am looking forward to seeing that. Mm. Um just like I'm just I just wanna see Apple developing this sort of pro hardware again and I think it's great to hear that those rumors that they are. Or I mean the Mac Pro hasn't been it's not a rumor it's gonna come out, but like adding that monitor to it is great. Like it's something we want them to get back into and it's great to hear those rumors, so Overall, it's it's great. Like, I'm very happy that there are so many new products. It seems to be a lot. Like, everything will be updated. Of course, there are the iPads too, which we didn't really talk about. but I don't think we really are super excited about that. But it's still nice to see that they continue re- like releasing these things.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. For me, it's it would be nice if if there is a super desirable Mac, a, mm, yeah. a new Mac that that is desirable. That would be. That's all. I, <laughs> that's all I wish for. <laughs> What is it for you, Zach? The The
2: thought of a 16 or 16.5-inch MacBook Pro is really exciting. It's obviously not something I would buy because it's way too big, but it shows that they're exploring larger screen sizes, and it's also it, it also might mean that they are looking to do something similar with a 13-inch and turn that into a 14-inch, and it might not be this year but in the future, and I think that would definitely be something I'd be all over. So... That's probably the most exciting.
0: Yeah, that's that's another indication that it's probably going to be expensive, that they do it with the one that it is already kind of expensive or relatively expensive at the moment to, to push that new design there makes it more likely that it's going to be in the expensive end uh, of the spectrum. We already
2: went over the price thing. I'm not going to...
1: <laughs> yeah. But I do I do think it would make sense if they start with the 16 and then move and then over it. and have a 14-inch, because at the moment all the computers are very similar in the lineup. It's like, um, you have the MacBook Air, which is... The smallest one is 13-inch, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Beep. you have the MacBook which is 12-inch, which is quite similar. Like, uh, mm. wi- weight-wise those two computers are pretty similar. And then you have the Pro 13-inch Pro so it's like 11, 12, 13. And then... Fifteen, like it feels like all of them are quite tied to each other. So if you would go from like having the twelve-inch MacBook and then also having a fourteen-inch MacBook, it feels like there's a little bit more of a differentiator between those two.
2: Definitely, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, and also you have a twelve, uh, a thirteen-inch Air as well. So I feel like that one already fills this 13-inch in space. So mm. it sort of makes sense.
2: Yeah, and that's how they did it when the um when the MacBook Pros went Retina initially. I think the fifteen-inch came out. It was at least a few months it was like maybe three or six months before the 13-inch the went Retina. Um, and they also were, were more expensive um, for the, the privilege of Retina. And I think the price never fully came down after that. But anyway, it's hmm. it seems to be the way they do it with these MacBook Pro upgrades. So um, I don't think that... That's not what happened, I don't think, when they went to the new design recently, like four, three years ago or whatever, um, with the touch bar. Or was it? Did they do the 15-inch before the...
0: Thirteen. Uh, I don't recall. Uh, I think so. <sighs>
1: I don't know. I don't no, no that's
0: I, all right. I don't. think No, I, so. I think it might be at the same time, but that's okay. We can we can look that up later. And <laughs> anyway, all right. Oh, uh, well, how about you, Kai? Um, the monitor. Yeah, I mean, in general, just new. If if there's a new desirable Mac, I think that would be super exciting. Even if I'm not buying it, just having more more Pro Mac hardware available will potentially just mean we get more Pro Mac stuff. So that would be good. Otherwise, the ultra wide band in the iPhone, I think, yeah, can enable true. a lot of yeah. cool, interesting, exciting things for, for all types of consumers. So that's probably, for me, the the, the top things of the MinChi quo list.
1: Yeah. Cool.
2: Should we move on to our list? Speaking of lists, but not a list. Oh,
1: what about the Samsung event, guys? Are you excited about this supportable (laughs) phone?
2: No.
0: Do we have to? Uh, (laughs) I mean, yeah, sure. We can talk about it. No, we don't
1: have to talk about it. Let's move on. uh,
0: Do you have something that you're excited about it?
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm not. But I did watch the announcement, and it's a, uh, I just felt like this event was very strange.
0: Yeah, they're always a bit strange. I mean, as much as we uh, seems like everyone is complaining about Apple a lot at the moment, but they <laughs>
1: let's complain about Samsung too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, fair and equal treatment. Um, I mean, Apple, uh, Apple gets the events pretty, pretty. I, I, from all the events, tech events that I've seen over the years, Apple is usually by far, ahead of their entire way of running the events, the maintaining some kind of excitement throughout the entire event. I feel like by, for the Samsung event, it was a bit um, different. It was a bit weirder.
1: It was a bit scripted. <laughs> like, it felt like there were certain things that, like, it felt like they tried to be spontaneous, but, for example, there was this one time they were showing the new flagship phones, and they were like, There were two guys on the stage and one of the guys was like, So does this come in other colors than black? And the other guy was like, Yeah, glad you asked. It comes in these colors. And it felt really staged. Like it was really, it was a really strange type of event. Uh, So I think that's, it's interesting to see how different companies approach those type of things. I think, I guess they try to be a bit like spontaneous and relaxed, but it never really works on those type of stages um, when you try to like make it seem like, questions that you just came up with, because obviously they rehearsed all of this. So I do think that's, it's always interesting to see the differences between those, like, between all the companies. Um,
0: Yeah, but it also, it it just, I don't know, it felt like, you know, those TV shopping (laughs) channels? It's like, yeah, it's like, it felt so cringy. Also, it makes everyone on the stage look a bit dumb (laughs) it's like you would never see tim cook saying wow i love the new macbook does it come in other colors i'm like what do you mean you know you if If you you... don't
1: know this by now i think you should probably probably do your job (laughs) yeah maybe
0: maybe show up to work every now and then i mean there's no way you would miss that it's just why would you pretend that you don't know the products you're announcing it's very strange of a Mm. concept
1: yeah, yeah. So it was a little bit of a weird event. I did like the venue. Like the stage was really nice. It looked yeah. like uh it looked more like it was like a like a concert sort of thing. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, um, Samsung
0: knows how to make displays.
1: Yeah. What <laughs> I thought. Mm. mm. Um yeah, I mean they have a foldable phone too. We spoke about this before. it might be cool that they try this out, but overall it like it seemed a little bit clunky. It's
0: twice as thick as thick as a regular phone.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's quite impressive that they were able to make it work with like the battery, and mm. I think the display looked reasonably good mm. when it was unfolded, um, but yeah, we don't have to spend too much time on this. Yeah. I just wanted to acknowledge that there are other companies than Apple. Who would have thought? Mm. And they have events. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say.
0: And the Galaxy Fold is, I think, $1,800?
1: That's like half the price of a computer. Hmm. Mm. Also, oh, no, it's
0: 1980
1: 1900, Oh, that's actually quite expensive. I yeah. mean, you do get the tablet and the phone. Yeah. Think about it.
0: Yeah, starting price, $1,980. I think Zach left. He's, he play, He left in talks to friends that are more interesting than we are.
1: Well, I'm not blaming him.
0: No, not at all. I don't, I don't think I'd want to talk about
2: a folding phone if it came from Apple either. Unless <laughs> it was to be super critical
1: super critical. We should call our podcast that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still need to listen to Hypercritical.
1: And you call yourself a podcast listener?
2: <laughs> I know. It's disgraceful, isn't oh. it?
1: Um okay, did you guys want to talk about things of the things things that you liked this week? Sure. Yeah.
0: Zach, you can start. Okay.
2: Um So, I probably should have prepared a little bit better for this. Like, I have a thing, but the thing is I added it to this list, like, three weeks ago and haven't looked at it since because we haven't done it.
1: So, you were prepared three weeks ago. That's good.
2: Well, yeah, because we just haven't done a list thing in a while. So, anyway, um, if you are an iOS developer who uh, sometimes does their own designs or sometimes is given an asset for an app icon that you are then responsible for uh, converting into the sizes that xcode requires for app icons uh you will know that it can be difficult to do that and there are certain design tools which make it easier but if you're a developer who doesn't really want to use a design tool like sketch or something um then your options are more limited um there's some online services where you can upload a full size like 1024 by 1024 uh like png asset and it will spit out the sizes but also then your image lives on someone else's servers and i mean it's not a bad thing because it's going to go public eventually but also maybe not the best idea to be using free services for those kind of things anyway um or or using online services for those kind of things but anyway uh, i've recently come across a native mac app called app icon resizer and it does everything i've ever wanted for those um sort of image conversions for app icons Including iPad and Apple Watch um, icon sizes, as well as Android. So I highly recommend this app. Uh, it's about as simple as it can get for these type of tools. If you've used them before, you know it's generally drag in the full-sized image, and it will spit out the um, it will spit out the images in the correct sizes. This one will even put them into a it's an asset catalog, I think the Xcode calls it. So you can literally just drag and drop straight into your Xcode folder structure, and it will appear magically. Um, so, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Um, and it's a really fast way if you're if you're updating a bunch of icons to so just give it an icon and it will spit out the what you need. So, yeah, it's also free. Um, I would happily pay for this app. It's actually really, really good. So, I don't know if there's a way to, to tip the developer or something, but I should probably look into that. Uh, it save me a lot of time.
1: Hmm.
0: And they also have a preview so you can look at what your app icon would look like. In the app store and in, on the home screen. Yes, yes. So it's really handy. Cool. All right, Marlon, do you want to go next?
1: Uh, uh, do I have to?
0: No. All right, Kai, I go next. Um, for I picked this week. Um, as I said, uh, a multiple weeks long streak of of Mac apps. Um. Woohoo,
1: the Mac still exists. I know. Yeah. So this week, I'm gonna uh, celebrate this oh. developer. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> this week, uh, Transmit Five by Panic. Um, I've used Transmit for many, many years, and they just recently—I think—recently, think recently, as in late summer or or autumn—um—got some of the apps back into the Mac App Store uh, after making some some new deals with Apple around that. And Transmit 5 is a uh, file transfer app, kind of, I don't know, a lot of people probably use some kind of SFTP, FTP app for, for different transferring files between different machines, server, and uh, uploading, whatever you're working on, those kind of things. And uh, Transmit has just, at least for me, always been the nicest, cleanest, most Mac-like app for that kind of thing. It's really quick. Um uh, it, it supports all the things like with SSH keys and and those kind of things. It supports a whole bunch of different um, online services. So I don't know if you're using Amazon Drive or or Dropbox or Google Drive and those kind of things. You can you can add your account to that and then kind of go through through those services uh, as if they were in a um, uh, yeah like a remote server. So you can just go through the file system and upload and download things. Um, The UI is nice, they they support things like um, uh, merging folders, so if you're uploading things and you want to merge the files that are already on the server with the the new ones you upload, so you're not uh, overwriting files and those kind of things, it supports all of that. Um, And overall, just a really, really nice app if you ever need to upload things to remote servers, that is, it's been my go-to and I really enjoy it. Cool, cool.
1: No, I, uh, I don't know, I was joking before with uh, celebrating Mac developers, but I am excited that you are using so many Mac apps. I think it's great to, <laughs> great to see that um, there are so many native Mac apps, and I think many of them are very focused on like being pro tools, but they tend to be very useful. Hmm. So I think you're giving really good recommendations.
0: And uh, for price, I think it's it's one of those free to download and then there's a subscription. I think that's what they're doing. Let me just check. Um, yeah, so Mac App Store, it is a seven day free trial and then a um, $24 a year um, a subscription. So if, but I mean, if, if you use um, at least on a semi-regular basis a a um, file transfer app, I mean, you, you'll get your money worth. And if you rather want to pay for it uh, upfront without subscription, you can also just buy it on on Panic's website. And I think then it's $45. Yeah, it is $45 and you can use Apple Pay to pay. So whatever you prefer, um, there is a way of of paying for it. Marlin, do you want to go next?
1: Okay, I have to admit that I've been struggling. Um, (laughs) So I didn't have a good pick for this week. I have apps that I've been using a lot lately but I really did pick them for our previous list that was um, not this segment, it was just our actual what do we call that segment? We call it
0: List of Things We Like or something? List of
1: Things We Like, yeah, very creative um, So this is something, this is a segment that we used to have and I do have some apps that I've been using lately a lot um, but they are all part of this list so I'm not sure if that's allowed Nope. No? No. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, well, then I'm struggling even more right now. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like you guys have been picking really good things, and the thing I want to pick now is not very exciting.
0: Not a competition.
1: Oh, isn't it, though? No, it's isn't not. Isn't everything a competition? What's the purpose otherwise? <laughs> um. Okay, so I have a pick. It's not Woo! as exciting as you guys' pick, but... As I mentioned earlier, I have a 13-inch MacBook. Um, with this 13-inch MacBook comes some limitations. Um, I only have two ports, and these ports are um, USB, um, USB-C? No. Yeah? Yeah, USB-C ports. Um, and many of the accessories I have are um, just USB-3. A? USB-A. <laughs> Is that... Because this adapter says USB Type C to USB three adapter.
0: I mean USB th- Type C is just a plug, so I would say it's a USB C- Type C or USB C to USB A adapter.
1: Okay, thank you. So it's a USB C to USB A adapter, um, and this is really handy. So if you're looking at this, it's not a like it's not actually a whole, um, like a whole what is it called? Um, it's not. It's not like a whole brick where you can plug everything in, um, like the one that Apple is selling. But this is like a nine ninety nine dollar device. Like a, 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 it's, it. It only costs nine dollars ninety nine cents. Um, so it's a really nice device. It's like this really small little adapter that you just plug into the whole uh, one of your uh, MacBooks um, USB uh, USB C. Um, outlets um and you can easily just plug something in so i have many things like keyboards or um when i was giving a talk i was having a clicker that only uh, that was usb a and i could easily just like use this really small adapter to plug it in and the good thing is that it's like one and a half centimeters or something. So it's like super small and you can easily just like put it in, like you could put it in your wallet and bring it with you. So it's really, really handy. And if you don't want to have like a whole brick with you, um, this is really good. If you just want to have a big, quick conversion, especially if you have like USB-C sticks, as, uh, sorry, USB-A um, sticks as well. Um, You can just easily convert it or like easily just plug it in and uh, copy things back and forth. So it's really, really handy. I know it doesn't sound like a big thing and it's not it's like a really small adapter and it's only $10 so uh, compared to like the prices that Apple charges for many of their adapters that are more like multifunctional uh, this is a really good little tool and it fits really well
0: and it's nice it, they they come in like the MacBook colors Yeah. so you can get it in space gray silver or gold and the colors match pretty much exactly the the aluminum coating hmm. or anodization interestingly
1: apparently the space gray is $2 cheaper <laughs>
0: Look at that bargain!
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, don't don't know why. Um, might be more popular, and they both made more of them. But yeah, it's it's really really handy. Um, yeah, I would recommend this. Mm. You guys' picks are a lot more exciting, but this is very useful. So
0: no, I like it. Yeah. I liked it.
1: Mm. Mm, that's it from me.
0: Yeah. No, that's cool. What's a cordian? Nanda USB C. Okay, thanks.
1: Oh yeah, Nanda USB C for all the all the listeners That's interesting. Interested, but we will put the link in the show notes as well.
2: Oh, nice! That is really tiny.
1: I know Mm. it's really good.
0: Smaller than a quarter. What's a quarter?
1: (laughs) 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 I don't. I don't use cash anymore. Um, I, I don't know what it is. But no, it's like one and a half centimeters. It's really good.